What's good, DIT listeners? And to Charlie here. So, as you may already be aware, as you're looking at your, uh, as you're looking at the DITV feed, or just looking at your general feed, uh, this is dropping in conjunction with our latest episode, uh, where we talk with Mr. Uh, Dr. Joshua Wright about Kanye, black celebrity, double consciousness, and a whole lot of other things around those areas. And uh, we obviously didn't want to uh, inundate him with uh, what we've listened to this week. So uh, we recorded this um, outside of the interview and uh, decided to drop it um, as a little bonus for you guys. Um, if you obviously are interested in what we're listening to, and uh, if you want any recommendations, I don't know, you know, what else uh, you listen to this for. Um, but we'll find out, I guess. Um, but yeah, and a little programming note, um, since I have you guys here, Next month, uh, Ben will be away um, during the Christmas period, as I'm sure a lot of you will be. Um, so we're still going to be dropping episodes of the Digging Digits um, throughout the Christmas period, um, but we just won't have uh, weekly music roundups uh, to do uh, with those episodes. Um, so that will be the 27th of December and also the 3rd of January. So those two episodes won't have weekly music roundups, um, but they will be uh, fully fledged episodes. Uh, we are currently uh, figuring out our schedules now uh, to do some double recordings um, to get those out of the way and ready to drop uh, throughout the Christmas period and keep our weekly drops tree going, ladies and gentlemen, right? Uh, so never fear, you will have your healthy dose, weekly dose of digging digits uh, throughout December and throughout the Christmas period. Uh, we will officially, ten- you know, officially be back um, also doing our weekly music roundups uh, on the 10th of January. Uh, but yes, uh, we will still be going throughout December, uh, but just note, no weekly music roundups um, on the 27th and the 3rd of January, 27th of December and the 3rd of January. But regards to that, you will have fully fledged episodes uh, throughout the, uh, w- on those two days. So with that said, a um, little programming note over, um, here is our weekly music roundup uh, for the past week. I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm in Carter and Hip Hop Anonymous on Twitter, where you use hip hop statistics to heart and bigger picture. Oh, not Instagram anymore, apparently. I'm director of Fifth Anonymous, I'll heart of Fifth Anonymous Hip Hop, which is not tripped up. And welcome to Digging Digits. To be fair, it might only be Instagram soon. <laughs> it might, bro. It might. Yeah, man. I, I, that pisses me off so much. The whole thing bro. pisses me off because the amount of times I've been saying to myself, literally, like the past year and change, I've been just like, I'm hopping off Instagram. That's the next one. That's the next one. And then, and I was like, if if I'm if I'm gonna be stubborn on anything, it'll probably be me on Twitter. But yeah, here we are. Hi Ben. <laughs> How's your week been? What have you been to this week? Yeah. So this week, uh, let's see what we got here. We've got the Vado new Vado project. Wasn't really super keen on that. I'm not gonna say too much about it. I I was expecting. I guess I was expecting a lot more. Kind of went through a Vado phase about five or six years ago when I went back over his old stuff. And uh, yeah, this this one just fell flat for me. I don't know, it just didn't have didn't have that special source. Didn't have that grimy down low kind of energy. It just I don't know, it just didn't hit for me, unfortunately. Uh, Husk Kingpin. Husk Kingpin dropped. Um, I forget that it's it's my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy inspired. Uh, and there was one of the tracks in there, the sample would slow down like crazy. It was incredible. But yeah, no, this project was really good. I mean, obviously he takes on big sonic experiments, Husk Kingpin. He, you know, goes into uh, production realms and sonic realms that most other underground rappers dare not tread. The Porter's Head stuff was incredible. 
I thought this was really, really good. This was great songwriting. The hooks were great on here. Super engaging all the way through. It definitely felt like a concept album. Uh, the themes that he was dealing with here, they, they all link up with each other. And yeah, just a great listen. Honestly, it was I put it on in the headphones and just sat down and listened to it two or three times through. And you know, every time I listened to it, it got better. Actually, the first single that came out off it, um, I can't remember what that, that came out. It might have not been in the first, but it came out the week before the album. And when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, I, I, this is okay. Like I thought it was okay, but I was like, I don't know if this is going to be great, this project, but no, nah, man, it, it really was in the end. I, I fully recommend people listening to that. Uh, who else have we got here? Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes dropped an EP, and it's just straight up early 2000s, straight up, straight freaking up. On a, on a side note, uh, my partner and I were working out the other day, and I finally got a stereo to hook my... Um, my, my record player up to I my my freaking other stereo just died for no reason I have no idea so I couldn't listen to records for ages so now I'm just obviously going crazy and we were working out and I put on paid the cost to be the boss and I said to her like people don't really like this album very much she's like what this is a fucking banger and I'm like yes man it's that early 2000s production and that's exactly what Buster Rhymes got here and yeah, he's rapping really, really, really well at the moment. He raps so well on ELE2. And actually, there was a whole thing where he said that he he wanted to release ELE2 when he got in shape. So he spent a lot of time in the gym. He spent a lot of time working out because he, he said he felt like he wasn't in the right physical condition to drop an album at the peak of his powers, you know. But this this is proof that he's still there. Like, this is great, great little EP, honestly. Super cool throwback. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Dave East and DJ Drama dropped the tape. DJ Drama just never stopping. Just never stopping. He's infinite from DJ Drama. And it's really good. You know, uh, we've spoken plenty of times. Big, big Dave East analyzers on this podcast. We talk about him all the time. <laughs> we literally overanalyze him, don't uh, we? we? Way but... too much. Like, we, we're yeah, really way over the top with Dave East. We, like, I remember that survival. We were just breaking that oh, shit down for no reason. We've got a lot of skin in the game <laughs> with Dave East. Like, we really care about him. <laughs> this project's literally. great. You know, there's a couple of tracks on here. I mean, I think it's like, what, 14 tracks? Let me get the track list up. There's a couple of tracks on here because obviously with the Dave East full-length project, you know that there's going to be some songs on there that you just really... 17 songs, it's quite long. So there are some tracks on here that I'm just like, yeah, this one did not need to be on here. But it's really only two. The rest of it is really good. He's rapping so freaking well on this project. Rapping really, really, really well. And this is the thing with Davies. We know he can do this. We've heard him on guest spots. Tell you, bro. Just tearing... When it's the, not a studio album. Uh, bro... That's the thing. He can't do studio albums. I don't know yeah, what the deal is. It's not it's, studio album. It's the whole like major label, you know, when that pressure is mm. off and you don't have to mm-hmm. sell singles, you don't have to have big hooks, you don't have to have pop stars, yep. you don't have to have features. Yep. He goes the frick in. And we know he can do this on um, on guest spots. Like he steals the show. He's a show stealer on a guest spot. And he's an incredibly yep. underrated lyricist because his albums are just, they just don't hit the way that they should. But when he locks in from mixtape, yeah, man, really, really, really great project. He just goes wherever he wants to. There's like crazy free association bars on here where pretty much every song he starts in one direction and he just keeps linking up and going in this direction, that direction. It's 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 incredible. I I enjoyed it like immensely. Really enjoy. I listened to it last night. 
I think two times through, it was great. Uh, and finally, another artist dropping like incredible bars right now is 38 Special. He dropped another tape, this time with Harry Fraud. Bro, I don't understand how he keeps getting better every like two months. But I think this is the best I've ever heard him rap consistent on a consistent <laughs> basis. You know, I've always said, and I'll say it till the day I pass away, uh, Sunday School was the best verse of 2019. Like, there's, there's just no doubt about it. And that level special comes out occasionally, but not very often. I feel like he was at that level or just below it for this entire tape. And that's pretty close to a 10 out of 10. He's rapping on this tape is immense. It's a huge level up, even on his last project. I don't know how he did it. Maybe he was keeping this one. Maybe he'd spent more time on this one. I do feel like that way with Spech sometimes where you can tell he's really throwing his back into something. He's really attempting to create a concept or tell a story and when he really locks into that, there's barely anyone better than him in any realm at the moment. And this is just great. I, I can't praise it high enough. I fully recommend people go spin it. Uh, you know, Harry Fraud, obviously, just keeping time. Just continues to produce well, continues to produce good music. And yeah, man, great tape. Shout out 38 Special. Uh, yeah, that was me, Charlie. What about yourself? <clears throat> yeah, so I uh, got, got into a few. Light week. Um, uh, Apollo Brown and Fillmore mm. Green, cost of living. Um, Apollo Brown, um, you know, just sta- sta- staple in uh, just uh, high high tier beats uh, in, in the past, uh, you know, t- decade or so now. Uh, Fillmore Green, um, an artist uh, from Chicago. Um, I actually listened to him uh, via a uh, via a Chicago based project. I remember a few couple of years ago. Um, shout out to Neek, who I interviewed a few years ago. Um, Chicago artist uh, put me onto someone like Fillmore Green and others. Um, so yeah, I saw this name. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's nice. He's linking up with Apollo Brown. Um, very very intricate project. This um, you know Apollo Brown side. You know you got you get the soul. You get the soulful samples. You get the heavy heavy hitting bass. Uh, you get the tight drums. You know you're getting all of that, and it's an amazing package. Um, just how emotional uh, his beats can evoke uh, from it. Um, just I don't know how I don't know how he does it, but Fillmore Green really comes through some nice, uh, nice actually nice storytelling in some ways. Um, uh, 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 he does a uh, one track. I'm just trying to get the track list up right quick. Uh, there we go. Here it is. Uh, nice to meet you. First first track's very very fun. He's just you know kind of just introducing himself in some way. Um, Fifteen tracks, uh, fifty minutes. Uh, but you know you have stuff like free uh, day on the Ave. Uh, time goes paradise with evidence. Oh, man, the 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 emotion in that song, and it's not even you know lyrically that emotional, but just again how Apollo Brown just makes shit emotional with the beats alone, and then ev- and then just the lyricist lyricist on the track, you know, just adding on to it. There's just there's a bit where it's like this, this sample. This girl goes paradise, and it's just really. I don't know, it just hits you in the chest. I don't know how the fuck that happens, but um, really good stuff all over this. Um, some nice storytelling. Very, uh, if you haven't listened to Fillmore Green, he's got some. Ni- he's got a nice, uh, uh, just a nice flow to him. You know, he, he, he sounds laid back. He sounds like he's, uh, you know, just sitting down with the mic in some ways, um, just and just spitting some, just spitting some uh, life at you in some way. Similar to like Sky Zoo, I guess. Um, if you want a comparison, similar, similar to Sky Zoo, let's say. Um, 
one light uh, moreover i uh, got sent this one um so uh, one light is a uh, french uh, producer um and uh, this ep uh, comes through with uh, some progressive uh, electric electronica uh, hip-hop r&b fusion thing going on very eclectic uh, probably something you ain't listened uh, something something different something uh, you haven't listened to this year especially sonically uh, you got some good uh, features uh, from another chicago rapper uh, rocky fresh uh, kevin hussein from my um, so yeah some really some really interesting stuff there if you want to uh, get uh, to open your open open your palette a little bit just a little bit uh kai kwasi um jalila uh, jalila um I peeped uh, Kai Kwasi uh, when he was uh, the first act I saw uh, when I went to uh, Cross the Tracks Festival, uh, Brockwell Park uh, in June. Yeah, you know, I think it was early June, and um, you know he has this uh, nice uh, chilled, fr- low, laid-back vibe to him. He got a guitar going, um, you know, kind of like a uh, uh, kind of a indie vibe to him, I guess. Um, you'd say that, you'd say that as well. And I mean, it's basically indie music, right? At the end of the day, here, uh, seven tracks, eighteen minutes. Um, I really like the, especially in the middle of the EP here, stuff like uh, "Cracks," "Tair," "Sony Ericsson." Um, some really good uh, cuts um, off this one. Um, so yeah, if you like some, if you like some nice calm. Uh, some nice calm indie-ish kind of music. Um, I only say that to be generalizing. I can't like <laughs> specifically just like go this is this. I can't be too geeky with it. Um, but yeah, if you want some indie vibes um, uh, mixed with some other stuff, Kai Kwasi. I remember the name. Uh, Adrian Young, Ali Shahid Mohammed, and Garrett Saracho. Uh, uh, Garrett Saracho, J I D O one five. Um, so the Jazz is Dead series continues. Um, obviously, Adrian Young, Ali Shahid Mohammed uh, continuing on that series with their own label i love this this is probably my favorite jid out of the <laughs> jid <laughs> out of the uh, including uh, the forever story let's say that i'm joking uh out of the bunch um obviously gene khan and others um but i really love this one the latin flavor on here just just adds something to this oh sabor del ritmo um just has this uh just has your as you're doing that, you know what I mean. Just has your hip, has your hand on your hip, and you wanna you wanna throw it back a little bit, something like that. You know what I mean. Real nice stuff on this one, um, and yeah, you get plenty of that, plenty of Latin flavor, along with just some uh, 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 just solid, solid uh, jazz work. Obviously, from the eyes of um, or from the ears of uh, uh, of Adrian Young and Ali Shaheen Muhammad and Garrett Saracho, I'm assuming. Um, I haven't actually I haven't looked this up yet. Uh, coming through uh, with that land flavor, I assume. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's, yeah, it's outstanding. Uh, Blue Lab Beats Jazz Tronica Live at Late Night Jazz Royal Albert Hall. Horrible title, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's just a horrible title. <laughs> to, to, it's just such a mouthful. Um, so yeah, I actually remember seeing this live. Um, I wasn't in person, but I saw it on I think it was on YouTube. Um, so I just watched it because it was there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was at the Elgar, Elgar Hall, I think that's what they call it, um, so it's like a smaller space within the Royal Albert Hall, um, and, uh, they get Emma V here, Jackson Ma- uh, Method, uh, Vula Malinga as well, um, on the vocals, um, just some really good stuff, and they have an orchestra behind them, and basically it's just a lot of Blue Lab beats, if you've heard of Blue Lab beats, I mean, I've been guessing them for the past, like, year or so, so, you know, if you don't know, get to know, um, but yeah, they do some, just some live, some, a live edition, basically, um, it's only, like, 35 minutes, uh, yeah, literally 35 minutes on the dot, and, uh, some really good stuff, really fucking good stuff, um, and, uh, yeah, and the orchestra behind them just adds that, mm, 
just it just adds a nice nice flavour to it as well. Uh, Susie Analog, female producer alert, um, Infinite Zones. Um, so if you haven't heard of uh, Susie Analog before, um, she kind of has uh, she's uh, basically uh, an uh, electronic, uh, um, you know, uh, 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 Baltimore-born uh, uh, producer, songwriter, composer. Um, but yeah, she she does a lot of um, experimental you know, synthesized, you know, electronic stuff, uh, and yeah, it goes all over the place, um, you got Jungle Pussy on the first track, uh, Nappy Nappa on, uh, Cybershine in any weather, it's a real, real nice one, uh, N-N-N-O Apology, no apology, I don't know how you say it, uh, with Michael Millions, that's a really nice one as well, Stay Ready, Your Dreams as well, really nice track as well, really solid, so yeah, man, if you want some trippy, uh, trippy electronic car that goes anywhere and everywhere. Susie Analog. Um, she has a lot of her band camp as well, so get on that if you want. And lastly, Phony People. Uh, euphony, 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 I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Um, reminds me of like, um, you know, stuff like Free Nationals, right? Um, but you know, this is just a band of brothers. Um, just doing some funky shit, man. Um, if you listen to their uh, tiny desk a year or so ago, they did. They had Megan the Stallion on uh, to do fucking uh, fucking around, and this is on here as well. I really love that track. I remember that one. Um, but you also got the Soul Rebels, uh, JoJo on Try, um, and uh, yeah, some really good stuff um, all over here. Uh, just love the funkiness of it. Um, I like the vocals. Uh, just it's just it's just so fresh. You don't you're not getting this. Uh, you're not getting this as much as um, I feel like you should. You know what I mean? Uh, just like a, I think I assume it's an all black band. Judging by the album covers, an all black band. And um, yeah, they're just they're just having some fun with this shit. Um, it's just some real funky shit. Uh, some real uh, fun, fun, t- fun tunes, fun tunes uh, to jam to, especially. Definitely one for the background. Uh, Twelve songs. 45 minutes. 